0: (laughs) Oh, Gary! Can you hear us? Mike, check. Can hear you. Sweet, awesome, awesome. Awesome. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. I'm Casey Gonzalez. This is my co-host, I'm Darwin Ortiz. Nice to meet you. And I was, was, I was. I was fortunate enough to uh, buy a FaceTime fly token. Um, huge, huge win. I Thank you, Gary. I followed you since 2015. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur in the gaming business. So I work with tribal casinos and the tribal network. Um, nice. You know, get, yeah, I'm a long-term believer. I believe in this token. I'm gonna be holding this till 2035 and I I'm gonna be it. following you. And, and my goal is to really tell the story of how I monetized eventually a relationship with you That's through cool. this access and Web3. And uh, and just to give you a little bit of backstory on me um, started in the tribal gaming business in 2013 with an internship. I worked for a company that was a disruptive in the Oklahoma gaming market where they provided the equipment and leased it to the tribe. And it was a rev share model versus the tribes buying the equipment themselves. I grew in the in the industry, ended up starting my own company with the clients that the company interned with didn't work with. Uh, right now, I'm actually working with slotcycle.com, the first digital marketplace for used slot machines. Uh, you, you know, you can't do it on eBay being compliance reasons and showing that you're regulated. And so they've created this digital marketplace. So now I'm working with them to grow to Seminoles of Florida, to Ho-Chunk in Wisconsin, to Pechanga and in, in, in the Western side. And my goal with VFriends is to now that you've given me access to yourself and to your network you know obviously everybody in Vcon is there because they believe in you and your movement um, bridging the gap for web 3 and the tribal casino space um, obviously they're governments too so they're their own standalone government so how does web3 disrupt that service and and cool. I'm, I'm here for the long game yeah I'm here I for the long it. game I want to be I, yeah, I want to be the tribal guy that, that you know and that if, if there's a disruptive in that industry or I meet somebody through your network at Vcon that helps me lead that way the
1: Vcon business Development gonna be crazy.
0: Huge. I'm excited. The names. I mean, Snoop, now Snoop. Snoop. I mean, that, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> huge. Oh, yeah, no, we're pumped. And I, I recently started a podcast. Well, my buddy Darwin to yes. to give a platform. I've never really been a social media guy, and my business has always been just the tribe. So you never really have to use social to grow that business. Um, but now through the podcast, sharing the story and the journey, uh, Darwin Darwin's going to be out there. He doesn't own a token, but we're going to get a hotel room. We're going to be in the lobby, I and mean, we're going to yes, we're going to interview ready. anybody we can find. I mean,
1: I think a lot of people now that we're giving NFTs tickets to the event. I think you know I spoke to three people today through the facetimes that are not going to be able to go they're going to sell their tickets so you might be able to get in there dar
0: Oh, awesome! We're gonna work every angle. We're yes. hungry, Gary. Yes. We're yes. hungry, and we're know, gonna be in the eye. lobby if anything. I love yeah. it. Yes, I love it. And 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 even during this, I wanted Darwin. You know, he's a big. Uh, the reason why we had synergy in this podcast is because he's grown on your content. We we, yes. we 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 have some of the same values in long game, and it's a grind. And and sometimes it's not on your timeline. It's it's no. how it works. But you got to knock on the door. You got to go there. You got to yeah, make gotta the get, moves in the preparation. You
1: got to get comfortable with you know, no and losses and L's and steps back. But to your point, you've got to find a framework that allows you to not be fearful to try.
2: Right. That's one thing I think we're pretty good at is just blocking out the negativity and just going full throttle. you
1: You guys, by virtue of just having each other, you're already good.
0: Awesome. boom yes. boom facts, facts. it's, you know, it's the network that, around finding you. that
1: one positive optimistic but practical friend and going into cocoon and battle with them is a blessing
0: yes right
2: right amazing um gary let me ask you this question real quick thank you once again for the opportunity i'm very humbled this is one of my dreams to just be able to talk to you um you know you seem to have an eye to catch on things early, right? You started your YouTube channel with the Wine Library way before YouTube was a big thing, right? You call TikTok. I remember even before the pandemic, you were like, TikTok, TikTok, get on it, right? So I'm seeing that and I'm catching onto that, right? So my thing is with Web3 being so new and being the future of technology and blockchain, how do you think content is going to be made off of web three you think uh, there's going to be a competitor for youtube and especially with all the censorship that's going on the what centralization you, what you, yeah decentralization where do you think that's going to go as far as content and youtube being some competitor kind of yeah
1: deal? yes i do think so but i think we'll take time
0: mm-hmm. we're very early
2: yeah it's
1: early we, we see
0: joe rogan getting off we see you know trump was silenced whether you believe in him or not like yeah, is there going to be a decentralized network of information?
1: Of course not, because governments are not decentralized.
0: Mm, That's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. And it'll be interesting how the space evolves through that. Yeah,
1: of course. Like, yeah, like you know, like you know, China already has its own blockchain. Russia doesn't play around. America does its own version of it. It's it's humanity. Like people, and and you know what's so crazy left, right, blue, red, I, you know, religion this, religion that, politics this. Like, you know what you find out? Like most, like almost everybody in the world has good intent, they just see it different.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. like
1: people decided different is bad. As if, right. like, is, as if everybody in Israel and everybody in Lebanon are bad and it's not true. As my, if, you know as if like Republicans and Democrats are all good or all bad, it's stupid. You right. know it's why I've been using the purple cart so much now in my content. I don't know if you've noticed this. I'm coming DD, let me just wrap this up. Like in a world where everybody in America wants to be red or blue, everybody's purple. Right? There's not one right. fucking American. Who actually fully believes everything Republicans think and fully de- And if they're like listening right now, like, yeah, I do. I'm like, because you decided to change your mind in the last eight years because there's a lot of heat.
0: Right. You, you've right. changed
1: your mind on some shit to be aligned with the team you decided.
0: Right. But in real right. life,
1: everyone's purple.
0: Facts. Yeah. I totally I believe, believe that. in that. Yeah. La- last question. Last okay. question, Gary, to kind of wrap it up and change, you know, as I look to help my, you know, my casinos and my brick, some of them are brick and mortar. And if in the metaverse, all of a sudden you can go compliance gamble on the metaverse. Does it, does it kill the brick and mortars that don't have amenities and how do they get ahead of the web three?
1: It becomes a game of and, and just like my dad's liquor store got ahead of everybody in web one because I went on the internet, went all in. The answer is to get all in, get all learn. In. All in. Yeah. But the metaverse is a few minutes away. We gotta wait for that. Sure. Well, we barely- That's VR.
0: In this business, it's, a, it's been a broker business. When I bought games from the MGM, we got a spreadsheet from the MGM saying these are the games. Now we got a digital marketplace finally in, the, in our industry. Our industry has been very non-advanced when it comes to technical. Like it, they, they haven't grown. They, they're always behind. We've had eBay forever. Why haven't we had a digital marketplace to sell slot machines? So how does Web3 and how can I bridge that gap for those clients? And, and I think I'm already doing it by being at VCon, finding access like you, long game, education, but really, I gotta, go, really,
1: I gotta yeah. go. I gotta go. But the answer is education, which will lead to the insight, which will lead to the starting of you innovating. No different than your internship. Open your eyes into a world you had no idea about. You learned. You learned. You learned. You saw the arbitrage of well, they're not going with those people. I'm ready. I'm now ready. I'm gonna go. Like it's all the same shit. Right. I gotta go. Jeez.
2: Thank Later, you, Gary. Thank
0: you. Damn. <laughs> Jeez solid yeah how'd you think i think it was great yeah yeah i mean it was our. Right. yeah yeah i mean you could always use more time but right 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 yeah no i thought it was great she- We are <laughs> good <to> go, bro. <laughs> how do you think that call went bro that call my boy oh <laughs> she- that was uh <laughs> i was nervous i was nervous but it flowed it it was so quick Yeah, it
2: It, it, it went by so quick, and I think, man, you executed that call very good, bro. Bro. I think from start, you went straight down to the chase, and bro, I think, once again, bro, I want to thank you for the opportunity, because have I not, had this not happened, whole universe thing, this, I wouldn't be meeting Gary V for the first time, Uh, like, it is wild, bro, and it's crazy what technology and blockchain has done. In facts.
0: I mean, I mean we were talking in our last podcast about the internet and how I had an advantage to my parents, you know, my mom being a young mother had me at 19 and at 23, 24 or even at 19 getting her 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 surroundings were what gave her knowledge, whether that being her older sister, her mom like and yes. she was said me. I'm telling you about me being in the navy listening to Tony Robbins like listening. Listening to these folks and being in the room with them, and now fast forward twenty twenty two, Gary V launches a Miles Web away. three a Web three service that gives you a Facetime access. We just had that. We just yes. had a Web three Facetime access, and Gary V, you know, we we got to. I, 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 I think play the long game, which is great about our conversation. When I recap it, I think we played the long game because we gave him an introduction to us. Mm-hmm. He said, there's definitely a possibility you can get into VCon, yes. which we're going to be there. Yes. And like we always talk about preparation meets opportunity. So we're going to be there. And like the long game says to me, we have three more with him. Mm-hmm. And depending on how he develops that IP, we're going to use that to our advantage. Yes. And every year we got three more VCon. He's going he's <laughs> to get to know us. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's going to get, get to, to know us. us. Like that's three shots we got for shot. to make an impact and that's be right. like,
2: Damn, these guys are doing some. These guys are hungry. Yeah, three years in the game, and like
0: these guys want it. So mm-hmm. it's like, and he's hungry. I've seen him. I've seen him do joint uh, ventures, sh- joint partnerships with guys that took over Empathy Wines. I've seen him do uh, joint partnerships with uh, with other uh, NFT projects and in, in providing their project to his PLP program. Um, so I know that if we have value and we're there knocking me and you are going to be able to find our way and find how that road fits. And like we talked about, bro, me and you talk like, and we're like, well, even if it isn't Gary that we do something directly mm-hmm. with, what if it's uh, the guys aboard API club or the guys that did crypto punks and Larva labs, like the opportunity yes. is abundant.
2: And I think it's just walking in there and the way I'm seeing it is there's a bunch of doors. <laughs> I'm going to knock on every <laughs> single door. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, give me, give me a shot. Let's, let's go. You know, I'm hungry. Like
0: why else are we here? You you yes. know, you no know, and it's so key bro. We talk about that all the time. Yes. Like we're here preparation meets opportunity like let let let's see where it goes. Let's jump. Let's not even overthink it. Exactly. Let's not overanalyze it. Like mm-hmm. you always say like let's not overanalyze it. Let's not let's just walk. You know let's crawl. Let's and then let's walk yes. and then let's run. Yes. Like, But let's just start.
2: Let's start. Let's just go. And then, like, as you said in the previous podcast, just jump, just got to jump. Gotta jump we just you gotta know, jump. I feel great, bro. Yeah, me too. I, I feel <laughs> great. And bro, to be honest, I think that was like, I had never felt that nervous in a long time. Bro, Yo, I, was, bro like, I was nervous. I'm sweaty. sweaty. Like, I'm looking at shit. I'm like, bro, this is about <laughs> to happen. It. Like this is fucking wild. And you know, we look back and like, we've been following him for quite a bit. You 2015, like, I think it's the same year. I, you know, shout out to AV. He put me on to Gary V and like, man, that changed my life. Just the whole mentality of like, I got to go get it no matter what. And it, it's paying off. You know, I think that's yeah. the big thing. You know, if you want to take something away from this whole situation, if the, the, the OGs that have been rocking with us since day one, like just go, just go jump you always can go back to whatever you were doing previously you know
0: and and, and shout out to guys like gary v man that like he like i say the only thing he's ever like put out there to to purchase is his books and his books were beneficial to me and then now this web 3 project that 10x my investment like but good for him he created content that motivated me that got me out of things for free for free and he never followed it up with "take my course, oh, uh-huh. I'm a business leader, like do this." Like Gary V did that for free, but he knew analytically that if I have attention when I am ready to drop a project that makes sense, like V friends, and it's gonna ten x people, he was The attention's gonna be there. They're gonna buy it, and they're gonna benefit the most.
2: You see how we were talking last podcast about patience and how social media disrupt that. Yeah, where we want everything fast and stuff. Yeah. You have to be like, Gary, you have to look at that shit long-term. Like, you're, yeah. I'm not selling you nothing. I'm providing you value. So when I do sell you something, you see the full potential in it.
0: Yeah. Because you know I've been giving it for free the whole time. Exactly. So, like, he's finally giving me the hook. Because, you know, when I watch an infomercial, I'm like, okay, when are they going to hit me with the hook? You know, when are they going to hit me with the sell?
2: Exactly. Like, and he's
0: never done that. So when he finally gave v friends, I was like, I mean, even though I didn't know nothing about NFTs, I was like, I gotta buy it. Yeah, I gotta buy it. Look
2: at full circle today. Web3 brought us. Yes, bro. To me, that was wild, bro. And it's like, it went great. It went great. I think it went great. Yeah, I I think we plant that seed. You know, we got to meet him, and then in VCon, that's your opportunity. I'm going to be there with you, and we're going to make shit happen, bro. We're going to knock on these doors, and Mm -hmm. we're going to knock down the door. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling great, bro. And we get
0: to show y'all. We we get to bring you guys along for the ride with us, which I'm so excited about, which Darwin, which credit to you, bro, thank you. Like, you got me into this whole, like... I, I was taking steps and I had an idea that I maybe wanted to do a podcast, but now you've already given me your outlooks because you've been doing it so long and you've built up to where you are today. And like, I think the collaboration of the Bro. two and is that really going to bring that shit. value.
2: Gary said that shit. Yeah. It was like, if you go in a, and you had a partner and y'all go in, on it with this whole podcasting, bro the the limit
0: is the moon, like let's go like he believes in the joint partnership, he believes in it because it's true, bro. like when you have somebody there, even when the audience isn't there, but we're motivating each other, me and you are going on this journey together. yeah, we're documenting it for everybody else, but like the fact that we have each other mm-hmm. makes that it's venture huge. much more fun. It's and, huge, and that's bro. what we're here for the fun.
2: this is like third weekend. You know, we've been and in those three weeks we've been meeting up we've been doing like weekly like we'll sit down and look at like how can we do what What can we talk about how can we what guests are we gonna invite like we've been going crazy on him bro and it's like you, you've done what you said you're gonna do be all in mm-hmm. and that to me is like huge mm-hmm. you know when you go into businesses you know you have to have both feet in not one in one out and I think yeah bro you've done that and I think we both are constantly thinking about ways that we can evolve and keep doing things like you'll message me random. Like, Hey bro, I got this going on. What do you think? And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, let's how can do we this. Incorporate it? Yes." Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, it's beautiful, bro. And I think, uh, I'm excited to see how we keep evolving. And uh, most important, like I said before, we're enjoying the journey.
0: Yeah. That's Bottom huge. line. Like this is fun. <laughs> this me is me and huge. you linking up. It's been so much fun. Even mm-hmm. these last three weeks, like just us, Hanging out more, being more creative. When you're with a boy and you're sitting in the living room and you guys are just dreaming up all these dreams, bro, there's nothing more fun than that to me. Like, and and I I found that again with you. I had that in, in, in my first joint partnership you know, and when I, when I got to link up with you, like having that person that has those same visions and goals, just only amplify yours and right. it's tight and everybody needs that. And, you know, sometimes you find that you, you need those mentors, but even a mentor is different because the mentor is giving you knowledge that he already has, and he's already kind of maybe gone through that mm-hmm. maybe in his own joint venture with somebody else, but like to have somebody that you're with, with the same vision and you're climbing together it just really makes it much easier when you're going through that hard part because you know your boys going with you kind of reminds me of the military, to be honest, because yeah. the military is like that way. Like you guys are going through embrace the suck, they always say, or stuff like that. You know what I mean? But the fact that it that it was OK at the end is because I had three boys. I knew that on the weekend we were going out together. We, mm-hmm. we, we were doing this together. And, and that's so, the
2: relationship you developed there. Yeah? It wasn't yeah. like you knew them from didn't, the get go. Yeah,
0: exactly. And um. we were in it. We were in the same mission together. And kind of kind of like you and I, you have the amb- ambitions for the podcast. I have the ambitions for the podcast. We both bring unique perspectives. But, like, the fun in it is us doing it together, mm-hmm. experiencing it together. So, yes. uh, yeah, no, I'm excited, man. And VCon, bro, VCon. That's coming up in May. End of I May. Would, they already
2: confirmed with Snoop Dogg, which is a huge one. Snoop's going to so be there. just knowing that he's going to be there, it just gives me, like, this, like, damn, that is... Huge, huge like and who knows and we're gonna you know like i said we're gonna knock on each door and one is gonna open and be like okay come on in
0: i mean i want you guys to hear this now like this vcon conference isn't till may but darwin and i we're we're that we're we want to show you that we got that hunger we're gonna be in the lobby Me and Darwin already got talks about how we're going to set up in a lobby, how we're going to go to VCon, how we're going to get him in there, how we're going to tell Snoop, maybe Shaq, maybe Logan Paul, maybe the owners of uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, we need 30 minutes of your time. I mean, we're talking about getting a suite, having the podcast already set up just so these people can say, you know what? I like you guys yeah, I'll give you 30 minutes of my time. And that's all we need. That's how hungry we are. And that's how hungry everybody out there needs to be that wants to do this. And we get to just tell the story. So, man,
2: what keeps you going, brother? Because like, I'm fascinated by it, right? Because people, when they get to a level, um, you know, that you are, you know, you're making big bucks and you, you know, you're comfortable, right? And some people are like, damn, I'm good with that. You know, I'm good with, what i'm making and they kind of sit back what what keeps you going to want like more
0: that's that's key bro um that's a two-part question for me um it's so key because you're right man i mean and and what you have to realize is say you knock your first goal out through the water i remember my first goal bro being when i had my internship i'm gonna make a six-figure salary I'm gonna you make got it, there. and when it happened, and I was able to get that, and I got my like second or third promotion within a Gaming Capital Group, I I then met my business partner, and I made the leap to to get fifty percent equity with him, and and leave the job that I had. That was my goal. That was my thought process and 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 even in these last couple years transitioning from my own company to to working uh you know with gcg direct and slot cycle there's been uh there's been kind of a period where what else is next what's more and i think people what's helped drive my hunger is is just being open to the opportunities that excite me and i've always thought about having a podcast i've always thought and when i met you and i seen how hungry you were and i see your ambition and i see that you took this thing from a garage to here and that you lost your co-host but you still decided to pay the rent for this that stuff inspires me and it just made me double down on why why double down honestly on your vision but bringing my 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 uh my value to it yeah and, and 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 honestly when it's a new project like that if you're a competitive person you want to win whether it's basketball whether it's a flag football game with your friends whether it's fucking monopoly with my mom and little I mean, brother you. we want to win yes so the fact that we started this and the fact that we put our name on it and say let's do it i think you've even seen it in me like we want to give the best value and it's not we need the views. That's what I love about you the most. It's like, how can we give value to somebody listening, whether it's the 10, 12? Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. And that just, that's yeah.
2: That's all we need, bro, and I think that's why I have a jersey of my boy over here, rest in peace. Bomba Mamba mentality, bro. It's just like, how can you get better? And I, we're always thinking about that stuff, like, because we already putting in the time and effort, so like, how can we get better for the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and just having fun with it. Right. And I think Man, it's like I said, it, it's definitely been challenging. But I think, you know, the people that are in the position that they're at today, whether it's your idol, you know, Kobe himself. I'm pretty sure he had his ups and downs. I mean, he started, uh, you know, in the bench and was airball in his first year. And, you know, but he said, I'm going to figure this shit out. I'm you know what I'm out. saying? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be they're going to know who my name is when it's all said and done. And he definitely did that. And that's and, what I want to do.
0: And and, and and to bring it back, D, on your point. I think it's important. What always has drive me is I always have an ideal by ideal. I mean, I have an idea of where I want to be in the future. Necessarily the, the yearly points can change. And I know that a to Z, you've got to go to B, C, D, E, and it changes through your course. But if you have an ideal, and I remember uh, something I saw on YouTube long time ago, I can't even reference the exact video. But it told me to come up with my ideal. Ah, a man thinketh. As a man thinketh by, uh, by James, uh, James, we'll have to get back on it. But a man thinketh by James, can't remember his last name. Um, it talks about how your mind... Basically, and thinking towards your ideal will eventually get like a manifest type thing, right? Mm. So my ideal, I wrote down three things and actually I still have it to this day, but I wrote it down when I was in my internship in 2013 and one of them said business owner and another one said an influence to everybody in Albuquerque and, 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 and positive. And so I've always had an ideal to go back to my hometown and, and take capital that I've built throughout my adult life And apply that to influence and aspiration for for people, for folks in Albuquerque. And being that that's one of my ideals. You know, I've I've already accomplished one. I wrote down business owner in 2013 when I was an intern, and I, I've already accomplished that. and And I think it was important that I set my mind to that ideal. and 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 looking back on that card, it gives you a little motivation. You're like, damn, I wrote this in 2013. I've accomplished one out of three. Like, let's go. Yeah, bro. But man. I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know the points. Like, you're one of the points. Me meeting you is one of those points to that end game. And it's cool. And I'm excited to see where it goes.
2: That's crazy, bro. And like the beginning of the year, bro. To now, where which we're at mid gen with mid February, like it's everything has just been going so like according to plan, smooth, like it's been good, bro. Yeah. And then like you're getting ready for your 26 mile run, and how's that been, bro? Because I remember you brought you, that up. You know,
0: I'd be texting you. I'd be like, I ran eight today, or I ran three today. It's it's been tough so far. I I think I uh, ran eight miles last friday i think it was like 7.25 but it was at a 944 pace i think at the end of it i had a blister the size of mississippi on my left foot jeez so 26 uh, is well, gonna be a hike but overall oh, how you're feeling like i feel good yeah i feel good it's, and you put your mind to anything and at the end of the day i'm gonna accomplish it i'm not gonna quit this race and what's cool is my buddy ivan is actually running the race so now i have somebody to pace with and he's running about a 10-minute pace. You know, a good rate, a a good ra- a good, a good race in the, in the marathon, you're running either between a 10 to 11-and-a-half-minute mile mm. on that pace for 26. Mm. So having somebody there and kind of hearing his inputs, I mean, he provided me uh, uh, a, um, knowledge on what shoe to wear. Like, he said he improved his time by 40 minutes on the A6 he wore. So I'm just doing everything I can, bro. And it's another goal to the end means, because if I get to the point where I need to be financially to influence these folks, well, I also want to be in a position mentally and physically. Yeah, that's to inspire huge. those. So this goal is just something I can knock out that'll help me keep that physical stature. That's that's huge. How long do you think that's going to take that run? Uh, so if you run 26. that 10 to 11 and a half, it's around four hours and like between four hours and, and four hours and 45 minutes.
2: Damn, that's to think that your body's going to be for more hours.
0: And a pace like your whole entire body—that is wild. Yeah, homie listens to a podcast. I, I, I think I'm still gonna stick with the playlist, a long mm. four-hour playlist. But he he likes to listen to podcasts when he runs. Um, I've honestly never ran this long and I'm starting to think that if I do run with the music, cause music hypes me up, it gets my heart rate elevated and it allows me to finish. But these are like five K's or four miles. Like if you elevate your heart rate within the first 10 miles, you might not get to 26. So you got to stay calm for a consistent mm-hmm. period of time. So maybe a podcast is good insight. Um, I don't know. I've never, that's true. Yeah. I, I
2: think that. Yeah. You're right, because there's music that hypes you up. It hypes I mean, you up. At that point, you're, you know, you have all this thought process in your head of like, I got to make it. I'm going to make it. boom. And then you get hyped, like, oh, let's go. And you start yeah, running faster yeah, or something yeah, yeah. or running at a more, you know, faster pace or something like that. So I think, yeah, I mean,
0: we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It's, a, it's another goal. It's another goal. And, and, uh, and yeah, you know, uh, one thing that interests me is I was, I was watching, you know, we were talking about, you know, what question you were going to ask Gary. And I think it all stemmed from our Joe Rogan talk with them censoring Joe or trying to censor Joe mm-hmm. and, and censoring Trump, even, even yeah. some people you don't believe in. And I, you ask, Gary, you know, is there going to be a decentral uh, uh, YouTube competitor to where all information is out there? They can't shut you down. Right. And his answer was kind of interesting. It was like government. And he, he, was, so he was straightforward. With,
2: yeah, so basically, even if it's decentralized, government's still going to be there? Gonna,
0: government's going to regulate it. So you think uh. about the internet first being the internet, right? everyone was on this this central network where you can i mean chat rooms where you could say whatever the hell you wanted mm-hmm. anti this anti that well then all of a sudden web 2 which is the internet today gets owned by corporations which you've seen zuckerberg in front of congress how many times like they regulate zuckerberg they regulate the founders of youtube mm. they regulate so how is government going to come into web 3 and say decentral lands not decentral land Or it was interesting, his answer, Mm -hmm. I was like... Never thought about it that way until like, oh, wait. His answer was pure government, like, and how that's going to get... And obviously, he didn't sound very optimistic to me.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. As far as, like, no censorship. It being full decentralized. For the people, yeah. Yeah, and if you think about it, it does make sense. They're going to find a way. That's why they hate cryptocurrency and Bitcoin so much, because it's just like they're trying to find a way to regulate it, where Mm -hmm. it's like they have control over it, and you know it's an it's it's interesting and we're still super early into it where we don't know what's going to happen and what direction it's going to go so we just got to keep an eye on it
0: yeah right no, now uh, the
2: hot stuff right now is that the them NFTs. yeah you know, that's yeah. the hot stuff right now that's the the door of opportunity of just that's the game changer bro it's just the analogy behind it like, yeah
0: you know all, all honestly all of it you know blockchain in general and how it's this application that's validated by us the mm-hmm. people that are out there mining the people that are out there using their computers to validate whatever information and it's a network that you can write code on so now it's a decentralized network that you can transact contracts with i mean mm-hmm. you know currency with it's uh it's definitely an innovative um, technology but Gary's answer is honestly aligned with how I thought it was going to, once regulation happens, how, how innovative can you really be,
2: you yeah. know? Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I think uh, we're definitely going to talk more into that as we go. We're going to, you know, incorporate more of that NFT blockchain technology as we go. Um but man, let's switch it up a little bit, bro. I think uh, we're we're we you know we're good to go. We we've talked about some good good stuff, some good intake on there. Yeah, we hung out for the Super Bowl this weekend. That was fun. Uh, that was fun. Bro, bro. That halftime show was live. That was probably top bro top three take top me two back. I man, where do you where do you categorize that?
0: Uh, so I mean, besides Janet Jackson's like titty popping out and there being like a thing, but, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big controversy, right? Um, honestly, oh, bro, shit. those are all the. O- g's kendrick snoop dre 50 big 50 yeah. i'm at dollar 25 now whatever you call it <laughs> but boy that it had me hyped. that was that, that was one had me hell high. of a game
2: one hell of a game one hell of a performance and man we Can't ha- forget
0: M. yeah M. M. we had him at the
2: end yeah we had a good we had a good ass time man i think uh i'm interesting to see what 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 happens next season but it was one hell of a game. Yeah, I think no
0: the Bengals, poor Joe Burrow, the King Joe gee. Burrow. You know that boy, he won a state championship, he won a Heisman, he won a national championship. I think this is the first time he's faced failure. Jeez. Like if I ever get if we ever get to podcast Joe Burrow, like I wanna be like, like, how is it that like you're a golden child, bro? Yeah, like you've won every time you've been put up for something the and Heisman. Then and now, now you're even, in this biggest stage, and man, you were this close. He, he was, hey, he was close. Jesus, close. yeah, that's that's a big. It's like a boxer. Like you ever have that boxer that's been like twenty eight and oh, like all KOs, maybe twenty five KOs, and he loses his first bout. It hits him. It hits you. Like mm-hmm. it would hit anybody. You know, like how would you take that in? Like how do you bounce back from that failure? Well, I think I think with the like
2: NFL, like basketball and stuff, I think it's a little different. Just because the teams, you win, yeah, yeah, you win and lose, right? But boxing is more personal. Like you want to stay undefeated. That yeah. would be my goal as a boxer. In basketball, if I take a L, okay, I'll look at the next and see how yeah. I can win the next five games and stuff like that. So it's in boxing is yeah, definitely more personal. You know, I can see, you know, Ricky Hatton wasn't wasn't the same when he got knocked out by Mayweather. You know, right? Um, there's a lot of people that you know. Just couldn't take it, Ronda Rousey when she lost. The that first was huge. That, she, she wasn't never the same. Really Bounce, but
0: she never really bounced back. She on. never was the Holly. same. Holly, shout out Holly Holmes, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh yeah. shit, Holly Damn. was there. Oh, That's was there. hard. Yeah. I didn't even know. Damn. I, I, so I was in Pink Parrot. I was in Pink Parrot. I was my girl at the time. I was boy Matt. We went to the mall. We made uh t-shirts. Like one of my t- my t- uh, my boy's t-shirt said, "Bring it home." My, my teacher said underdogs on top. And I think my girl's t-shirt said boot kick girls do it best. And this was, she was, who, <laughs> she who, who, was fighting Ronda Rousey. Oh, and so we we're a pink pair just watching it. But everyone at that time didn't know who Holly was. Yeah. And so I remember, and I, I actually placed a wager on, on Holly. She was nine to one. So I only bet 200 bucks on her, but it paid $900 for every hundred I bet so uh so i won 18 off 2 200 and i remember uh we were in the bath i was in the bathroom and the fight was about to come on and somebody was like uh yeah bro like uh this ronda rousey we don't know this holly girl is probably gonna knock her out in 10 seconds because ronda's last fight she knocked the girl out in nine seconds or something like that so sure enough i I told the dude i'm like i don't think you know this girl she's a boxer from albuquerque but we'll see bro the whole after that fight ended i think i bought you know everybody in there a shot and it was just a whole blast but but Yeah, Ronda never really bounced back from that fight. It's on a personal level. Yeah, Yeah, it's on a personal
2: level. And, you know, some people take it good, some people don't. You know, I can tell you right now, McGregor has not won a fight since who knows when, you know. But he's taking it good. He's been training. He's been looking solid. He broke his
0: leg last time. But I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I mean. He, but the, it it shows the champions that bounce back from the outs because because mm-hmm. I mean, is it an L or is it a lesson? Exactly. Or is it was I too come you back know, stronger kind of yeah, deal? You know? Yeah. So
2: yeah, it is very interesting, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm always a big, you know, big fan of sports. You're a big fan of sports. I enjoy the game. Yeah. Super Bowl from start to finish. You know, it was a good one. It's what we expected. We wanted a close one. Didn't go our way as far as, you know, you're going four Rams by four and a half. So, yeah, it was it was a good one. But man, uh, switching the topic a little bit, you know, you like to travel and you've been around the world quite a bit. And tell people one of your crazy stories, bro,
0: because you got some stories. So want to do story time? We story did time with story Casey. Time. Wow. Yeah. Which one you trying to put out there, bro? All right. So uh, so I'll tell I'll tell this one. So this was this happened in uh, Medellin, Colombia, and uh, and and we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll keep names out, whatever. But so I go on a bachelor party, right? I go on a, um, it's a bachelor party in Medellin. One of my boys, uh, half of his new friends, because he's taking a career in Oklahoma. They're from here. So I know a couple guys that are going on the trip, but the majority of the guys are going from L.A. So we meet in Columbia. Uh, first day, we have a blast. Uh, second day, we're, 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 we decide, me, the bachelor, and another one of my friends decide to stay back. So we decide to stay back, and everyone else explores the town while well, we're taking a nap because we just got a massage. So we get a massage. We're like, let's take a nap. Let's go out to dinner. And everyone that you know, when they come back, we'll all go to dinner together. So I'm sleeping in my in my room, and this is a hostel. We rented out the whole hostel, mm-hmm. so our door locks and everything had two jacuzzis in it. It was a it was a vibe. Well, I hear, boom. and I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, yo, yo. I'm like, all right. So I hop up just in shorts, t- no T-shirt, socks. So I open the door. It's a full-blown Colombian cop. And the cop's like yelling at me in Spanish. And I'm like, what? And he's pulling me. So I look up. This is a three-story Airbnb. Yeah, I look up, and Aaron, at, well, my boy and his boy, they're looking at me, and they're like, like, what'd you do? And I'm like, and a cop's pulling them out of their rooms. And I'm like, what did, what I do? What'd you do? Well, the cop (laughs) takes us downstairs. Everyone's lined up on this couch. Right. And so all my boys are lined up on the couch Well, both cops are like, get out, get on your knees. Like, but in Spanish. So we all get down, I'm laying there and I'm like, oh my God, is this really, is this happening in Colombia? Like, I'm like, wow. And so so I'm laying there. Well, he goes to the bachelor's, my boy at the time. And he's like, tu jefe, tu jefe. He's like, drogas. He's like, girl. what?" And he's yelling at him. So he pulls him up. Bro, the cop handcuffs him, puts a bag over his head, and walks him to the jacuzzi. And as he's walking to the jacuzzi, I'm like, if he goes out, like, I mean, I got to do something. Well, mm-hmm. and the jacuzzi telling him, like, muerte, like, you're going to die. And so... He comes back, he sits, the guy sits him on the chair, and when he sits him on the chair handcuffed with the bag over his head, I decide to, to sit up on my knees, and I'm like, this is where I got to at least make kind of, some kind of entry. And I'm like, Estados uh, Unidos, militar, Estados Unidos, cuantos dinero, Cuantos dinero? And he looks at me and he says, "Cuantos dinero? And he comes over, and he literally, bro, he puts his gun to my head. And um, this is the first time in my life, D, that I think, like, I get chilled like you, yeah, yeah, you're, like, so thinking I, you're done. I, I look down, and he, he he's like, levantate, levantate. He picks me up, he sits me next to my boy. And my boy literally, look, he, he, he tells me, he's like, Case, are, are we going to die? And so after that happened, I see one of the guys from the group start to get up. And he knows he's fluent in Spanish. So he starts walking to a door. And he lets literally like 12 to 13 strippers in the door, right? And it's all a hoax. And he spoke Spanish. He found cops to, to back him up on this, this, this joke. So I get up realized that they all came in and the cops like trying to come and i'm like get off me like i think dude thought i was gonna go to the embassy because he's trying to show me his gun and it's not there's no bullets in it but it's a gun that was to my head so like bro it was the it was the worst joke to go wrong and there's actually some follow-up stories because i ended up kind of making it you know i barely met my good friend and he this guy was one of the best men in the wedding i actually uh told the groom's family this whole story and during the wedding, he tells uh, my boys, like, I, I think I think Gwen's family doesn't like me. Like, I think, I think it's family. And it's because I told him the whole story. Like, who's, like, you that, know what Yeah, I mean? bro, that's Bro, crazy. it was the first time I ever thought I was going to, like, really go out. Like, that's a so,
2: wild-ass wow, that story, bro. And I'm pretty sure it took you a cool minute to be, like, chill and get back in the group. Because you're like, fuck, bro, I thought I was going to just die. And, and, and you I'm pretty sure you saw your life flash before your head. Before like, my like, eyes. Like, like that's fucking wild. You know what's bro. tight
0: about it? Like the only positive I could really take out of it is like me, my boy, and my other boy that weren't in on it. Like we become closer. Like we were like like I was like if shit goes down, like like who's who's gonna tell him what de cuantos dinero? Like I was I was trying to stick up for you in that moment when I could have even just stayed on the ground. You know what I mean? So, like those things kind of grew us a little closer. The cops stuck around till we got ready. We got ready, and we went to the club, and they stayed at our place the whole time, listening to music, talking to the girls. They were really afraid that we were going to go to the embassy. Thinking forward now, what I should have done is had those dudes escort me in the club, like make love in, and been like, "Oh, he's," a, you know what I mean? I would have yeah. had the cops escort. I should have had. A, I should have used them to my advantage because they were really nervous that we were going to report them. But uh but yeah, that was the first time in my life I ever thought I was I was gonna go out. Bro, that is wild, bro. Real story. Yeah, you know? that is crazy, bro, cause that's like
2: damn bro, that's one hell of a story, bro. Yeah. Damn
0: Yeah. No and, and but you know, it, it is, and it also is like, damn, I wish I could have avoided that one. But now that you tell it, you think about it afterwards, because, I mean, who's, who gets a real cop and tells them to do that? Like, I, I definitely wouldn't have done this joke on you, D. You could travel with me, and I'm never going to be like, put you in this situation. Yeah. No, I know. But I it's know. crazy,
2: bro, because it's like you guys were in a situation where it was pretty tough, but none of you guys folded. None of you guys did anything out of the ordinary the thing that made you more solid is because you stood, you stood up. He was like, "Man, I'm, I gotta try something," you know. And Boy,
0: even how I look at it, bro, like, what if something went wrong? Like, what if I really did, like, I yeah, I stood up and said that, but like, what if one of my other boys and, or I did like hit the dude? And then he like and one of the guys changed. like it was just a joke that wasn't supposed to be, you know, and that's just one of the many stories. I know we're, we're, we're talking about having story time yes. on the podcast as we go forward and and through my travels and people I've traveled with. There's been some been some stories, but that that's one of them. And, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to take that one with me. Yeah, no, that was dope, bro. That was fucking
2: I'm pretty sure at the time, man. It was a, It took you a minute to, to shake it off, huh?
0: Yeah, no. Cause you for wanted sure. to beat
2: the guy up too, huh? Oh
0: yeah, I think I told you a little more about how I wanted to really take this dude out. And like my boy's like, like hey, fuck that. Yeah, but fuck that. Like, you don't play that kind of joke. Yeah. I mean, it was the first time I felt vulnerable. I definitely hate to feel vulnerable, and I definitely felt that. And that's because you know, for me, I think actually that was the first trip overseas I had taken. Uh, as a civilian so every other trip overseas before that point Mm. I had been in the Navy So that was my exposure. This was my first, because I had barely met my boy. I had uh, moved to the Park Harvey, downtown OKC. And it was like I had had just got a promotion with the company that I was interning with. I was able to move downtown. And so I met him through that. And I, I remember even going to Dallas to get my passport day of to go with him. So like it was the first time I had traveled overseas since, you know, 2012, 2010. So like when you do that, I mean, and you haven't had that experience, in overseas and being around you know folks and and knowing where the good areas to go or the bad area, i mean it, it could really freak somebody out your yeah, first time I in can, medellin you know i can definitely see that and
2: that's one of those where you know shit can go south it's like you said right when i went to cancun that last night we were driving back to our hotel yeah let's
0: go story time d let's yeah, go no, no, yeah no, okay. like, so yeah
2: last night we're you know going to the club we're getting ready like let's just make the most out of it we gotta leave tomorrow morning so we go to the strip uh, in Cancun where all the clubs are and stuff. And keep in mind, we've been we've had drinks, right? And then we're leaving them in the car as we go. This was in, during the daytime, but we're leaving the drinks there. We're not, you know, the cans of beer and shit. So we're at the club. They close like around 3, 4 in the morning. We're on our way back. A uh, cop pulls us over. Like, hey, go to the side. And we pull up to the side. I'm like, why is he detaining us? So he, we... Keep in mind, that night, we only had one drink because we wanted to make sure we are not, you know, too fucked up. We're flying back. Anyways, so he looks at my buddy that was driving. He's like, hey, you know, like, you've you been drinking, right? You've been drinking, trying to put pressure. And I'm like, tell him you haven't drank. I'm telling this shit in English. Like, yeah. you haven't, no, not not one beer. And he was like, you sure you haven't been drinking? And keep in mind, like, I'm looking i'm mean, looking in the floor and i'm like oh fuck like it's because we didn't rem- we don't remember if we had any beer uh cans so there's one under the seat the rest is like sodas thankfully Okay. yeah, yeah. um anyways he was like i'm gonna ask you to get down in the car i'm like nah like like now nah, we, we haven't been drinking like there's really no reason for you to detain us and stuff so i'm i'm talking in english pissed so that way they can think like Sense i'm a yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah i'm like bro i'm talking to my buddy i'm like bro what what the heck like like, you going to let us, like, you know, mess up our vacation, this and that. And, like, they looked at us. He went back to his buddy, his, his uh, cop, and I guess they said something. And he was like, yeah, it's not worth it. Boom. And then they let us go. But just to think, like, it's a simple shit, but just Bro, to think that could have been south where it's like, get out of the car. You guys are drinking. And we're going to take you into the station.
0: But you know what sucks about that is you got to be ready. Because I remember specifically in Punta Cana. So me and my boys go to Punta Cana. Me and my boy, we break off on our own. We rented these mopeds. And I remember the guy specifically when we rented these mopeds, he's like keep this piece of paper because the cops will pull you over and so me and my boy we break off because we've got to hit the atm there's one atm in the city like because we went to punta cana we didn't stay at a resort we stayed at airbnb Mm. so the resort have atm all day but we went found an atm we go to the atm there's a dude with a loaded shotgun in front of the atm so we're like damn there's like eight people in line because it's like the only atm but i notice that people have watched us go to this atm so me and him i mean and good on them because i pulled out money for my two boys and my boy pulled out money for his boy so we had a lot of cash that we had pulled out for to get ready for the next two nights so we pull out this cash we leave the atms and we're in the mopeds and sure enough bro already set up which we took the same path to the atm as the same path back there was a stoppage with these two cops and they they pull us over and me and my boy pull over and right away i'm like Psst bro, we're not speeding. We're not doing nothing wrong. And so he's talking to us in Spanish and he's playing the card like he knows no English. So he's really, and he's being aggressive. And I know he's talking about this paper and I remembered homeboy telling me. So I pull out the paper and, but you know what has saved me? And I've kept my whole, my whole, is when I got out of the military, you get a veteran's ID that still shows US military and shows your previous rank of the military, but it's a veteran's ID. Well, I've always kept it. And so I pull it out, and I'm like, militar, Estados Unidos, so I'm like, we're here on a mission, we're here on a thing, we're staying at Airbnb, like, what paperwork do you need? I'll call my supervisor, and I know he knows English, bro, and he's he's thinking, he, he's, he's acting like he doesn't, and sure enough, same situation as yours, goes back to his counterparts, and I see him, and one of them's a van, not even a cop car, and they talk, and he's like, you guys, and he goes basically gives us the get out of here, go ahead. And so we leave, and I told my boy Buckley, I'm like, they were trying to tax us. They were trying to tax us. They were trying to say something in violation that this American tourist is going to be like, oh, really? And then, okay, pay me. You know, and mm. you just got to be ready. I mean, those are those things that give you experience in your travel as you go through those things And usually, you know, I, I mean. Even, that,
2: that's the main concern. It's a, it's it's a
0: concern, Like bro. wherever
2: you go, like scammers and like. How, because, I mean, they look at tourists and they're like, that's money. How mm-hmm. can we get money from them? We got to find a way.
0: And at the same time, though, if, you, if, you're, if you're aware of this, you can, because ultimately the government there is incentivized by tourism. So they know, the government there knows we make 80% of our dollars every year because of tourists. Yeah. So these scammers, we're going to press hard on them. So as long as you don't let them take advantage of you and you push back enough, they're going to be like, they're going to weigh their options. They're going to say this isn't worth, the juice isn't worth the squeeze here because the government's going to crack down on it, so let's let them go. But people are just vulnerable and they don't know. I mean, I could have thought if that was my first trip and I never was in the Navy and knew some of these things and how these people operate, because in the Navy, they'll give you port briefs. They'll tell you these things because it's happened to sailors throughout the years, you know, young sailors. So I already had an awareness of this, but I could see people that don't, and that's the reasons why they stay at resorts because it's all inclusive. It's there. It's safe.
2: They stay in that They don't move out of They don't it move out of that boat But
0: then do you really get The full experience? Yeah You know
2: it, Yeah that, I, see, I see that And it's just like You gotta ask yourself That question Cause really it's a risk If you think about it Right You know you, you, We can go to Mexico right now Cancun And stay in the resort Obviously I'm looking To venture out And yeah. explore But there's a risk it You know risk. There is a risk yeah. And it's just like
0: and if you have a family or whatever else, or you're taking the wife or right, the kid, right? It just depends it on sense. the situation, situation. Right.
2: It just depends on the situation. Like if we're going, mm-hmm. fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go out there and yeah. whatever happens, happens, you know? Right. Um But yeah, bro. You know, speaking of scamming, you know, I know I talked about this maybe last week. Um about the the you know, the, the tender slender. Tender the, slender. You don't remember that story? Uh, oh, God. Tell you that. okay. So because I'm pretty sure you were probably talking to the other homie, Drake and uh, oh, yeah, Chris, okay. Okay. and I was talking to Ovi and stuff, so I was telling them I'd watch the documentary on Netflix.
0: I do remember a little bit yeah. now. He, to, to recap, though. So,
2: So the the guy is uh Simon. He pretty much scammed these ladies for thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? This guy did it in such a genius wow. way that I'm like, what the fuck, right? So this guy creates a tender profile and all the pictures are him living this lavish life right but he backs it up with his Instagram, which also gave him credit because the first mm-hmm. thing you do on Tinder, right? You're looking at a profile and the next thing you're doing, like, OK, where is this? Uh, let me look, see if they have Facebook or Instagram. So this is what these chicks were doing. Okay. Oh, he got an Instagram. Look okay. at this lavish life. And immediately when, the, when they hit, OK, this is a match for me. He would message them like, oh, let's meet up. Let's have some coffee. Sure. Boom, boom. we'll match. All right. Boom, you want to go with me on my private jet to this other country? And they're oh. like, whoa, wait a minute. This is an opportunity. Let's do it. Right. So he gives them that little taste of the, his lavish lifestyle. Right. Because he's pretending to be the CEO of this diamond mm. company. That I'm, a, I'm, I'm the son of a billionaire. Wow. Right? So the, the, the his plan is pretty much to get you in for a month. Like, I want you to fall in love with me within this month period. Right. So he's like, oh, I'm going on a business trip. So he's in London with this chick going on a business trip to Greece. Right. Mm-hmm. He's with another chick in Greece, but he's telling this, this, the chick in London, like, Hey, I have this situation. I had an emergency. My band still got jumped. They're coming for me. I need you to send me money because they locked all my bank accounts and stuff. So they write up a check for 30,000 or a credit card, or loans, and they would send them that money. And with that same money, he's with this, these other chicks in Greece. Living the lavish life, so wow. with that chick, he's doing the same thing, creating wow. this connection so they can fall in love with him. He goes into, let's say, Spain, and now he's with another chick. Now he's send, telling this chick to send him money because he has a situation, so he kept that cycle, and that's how he was able to be in these fancy five star restaurants. These girls restaurants. are going
0: into debt, these girls are going into debt. Yes, this, this wow. guy
2: has like he's renting the private jets, the cars, the, the like he's spending about 20 racks a day
0: you know what lesson that could that you know because i know this was a this was a a way for love and these girls were vulnerable because of the love yes and they liked this guy right right but like if you don't the one thing i can correlate that with is like folks that are entrepreneur driven that want uh you know that want that success but then they find guys that come in that give them a quick option and girls that sit at home that want that love this guy gave them a quick option and like what you got to be weary of and I, I i see it in this web 3 because even through v friends if they know you have a v friend i've got like 50 dms on discord trying to get me to click a link or get in their project or put my metamask or i want free eth and i got to give them my address anything that's ever been quick money and i've been i've been subject to this where i've seen something online or anything that's quick love or this guy's willing to do this like i you know it's so crazy that folks can still get blinded to that because anything that's quick usually doesn't pan out
2: think about it bro Women, for the majority of the part, think with emotions. When they Man, make facts. a decision, right, they think of emotion, right? There's this guy that's listening to you. That's what he was doing, listening to them, asking how your day was. I miss you. Come, You already gave them a taste of his lifestyle, so they feel special. Like, damn, I really like this connection we're having. Like, Jesus, this feels unreal. So they make those decisions off mm-hmm. of, like, like, he even would say, like, do you want to be my girlfriend, right? What happens is when you have a situation... Send me money because they're coming for me. You're like, oh, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. Damn, I need to help him out because he's my boyfriend. So let me do what I can, you know, whatever mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's kind of fucked up, but yeah. damn, this guy was on one. You wow. have to be heartless for that kind you of shit. Yeah. And he fucking wow. It, they, they say he fucking scammed them uh, all total when it was all said and yeah. None, what was the total? Rack? Ten mil.
0: Ten mil from folks. Wow. And
2: to this day, they're paying their debt. All the females he got.
0: Like if I if I got a daughter out there right now or I got you know I do got a little sister like whoever's telling you whatever and they're promising XYZ like just like I approach my entrepreneurship game long term like play the long game with them. Don't give them and it goes back to like
2: does are we messed up that we want shit so quick. Right, it goes back to that. It goes back. It goes back to that. Yeah, and somewhere we got
0: mixed for that. Somewhere it's like it has to happen quick. Has to happen now. I need it now. I need to show everybody I have it now.
2: If you go into the mentality what easy comes, easy goes, then you're gonna, you you go with that mentality. You're gonna be like, okay, like this came too quick, too too easy. Like nah.
0: And they're gonna take money from you. Yeah, you're gonna gonna lose money.
2: You have to be like you know, long term is gonna win the game always. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, you know. And I think that's. Going back to Gary Vee, that's why he's all been able to be able so successful because you know how many projects and you were saying it, DMs that these creators get, promote this false coin, promote this bullshit ass, you know, NFT and like, we'll give you 50,000 cash grabs, cash grabs. Right. And then they're over here like, damn, I can promote that for a quick 50,000 in my bank account within like seconds. Right. Right but you don't look at the long-term. How's that going to affect my you? reputation? That, the people
0: it, that bought it and went to zero. Yes.
2: Is that those 50,000 that you're getting for that deal? Is it going to be worth it long-term?
0: And most, most of the times the answer is no. Exactly. Yeah. And but I, sometimes you got to learn the lesson the hard way. Do you like, you know, and I love how we put this podcast out there and we try and bring awareness in this sense, like saying like, Hey, everything needs to be long game. If it's quick, don't do it. But like some people really need to, to, to go through that lesson and and what's sad is some of them don't even share it like they need to share it with other folks so folks don't run into this guy what was the guy's name uh simon, simon something. something yeah uh, yeah that's yes, i
2: guess is i think he's still on uh instagram the crazy thing is he got sentenced, he's been trending on netflix like heavy, yeah 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 you know? yeah. He, he got sentenced to um 15 months for good behavior did five and he's back on tinder he's
0: on tinder right now
2: yeah simon Lavive. Please do not accept anything <laughs> from Simon. Wild, <laughs> wild, wild, you know, so it was interesting, but it, it does teach you a lesson, bro. Yeah, that, You know what? Easy comes, easy goes. And I think that's what you gotta, you know, take away from that. But yeah, man. Yeah, what, bro. What else you
0: got? What a day. I mean, not much, bro. It was a, it was a solid day. It was an intro to, to, to Gary. I hope you guys like the content that Gary provided, but I cannot wait for VCon.
2: I think that's, that's going to be the highlight. Yeah,
0: of- it's everybody in the space. And, and NFT space, if you're in it today, like, it's so new. I mean, I can't tell you how many folks that i know that are heavy executives in the gaming industry they're we're at lunch and they're like they're actually interested because they're i'm the only one that talks about it they're like well yeah what is nfts i still don't get it i still don't so just knowing that we're so new and we're about to go to a conference where all these uh these professionals that have built successful nft projects already board ape crypto like they're all going to be there so it's I'm, I'm, I'm excited for us to bring that to our channel and for folks to see how that develops, because I know you and I and I know our hunger and we're going to interview some cool people there. Yes, I'm excited for that,
2: bro. And I, I think about it a lot. Bro. Yeah, same. And I know Gary's going to be coming out like, OK, this is going to be happening. This guest is coming in, you know, and it's just going to keep going.
0: And it's four days and we're staying in the same vicinity, same hotels. There's going to be after parties. There's going to be I know Gary's famous for doing a pop-up wine party. So he'll like, like he did it at New York NFT. New York NFT he just randomly picked one bar and he brought all his wines and he gave a free wine tasting and everyone came. And like he just did it uh, around the Super Bowl. So he went to the Super Bowl weekend, tweeted I'm in LA, I'm doing a secret wine party. So So, like these events will (sighs) pop up and me and you will just be in the mix
2: see i'm I'm fascinated because i know gary moves smart he knows what he's doing right same with kanye right I, yeah i, I yeah. realize kanye is he's like, a little people off liked, the wall well but yeah it, but he knows what he's doing right because he figured a way to trend number one on twitter on top of the super bowl wow. super bowl was second kanye was first i did not know this Wow. So I, I don't keep up with it too much yeah. but what i've seen is like he was doing memes kind of clowning on like mm-hmm. david peterson and stuff like that but the way he was able to market everything to put himself on top of the Super Bowl. Like, what? Wow. So I'm curious. And I'm definitely want I want to watch his uh, documentary on Netflix called, I think it's Genius or something like that. Is that coming out? I don't know. It's out. It's out. It's out. Oh, it's I'm out. I'm going to watch oh, it. Tonight. I need to watch it. I think that. I'm going to yeah. watch it tonight. Because okay.
0: I, man, that's. More fuel to the fire. I, I hope watched it talks that about his Nike because Nike turned him down. Yes. Like his vision with Nike went south, right? And that Adidas, Easy Boost. Bro, I,
2: I don't know who is in office in Nike because they turned down Kanye, which is the, the the genius mind of fashion sense. They didn't give him want to give him creative control, but they also turned down uh, Steph Curry. Oh, because yeah. he wanted to put like biblical stuff on the the shoe, none too crazy, and that's why. And they wow. they were like, "No, nah, we're not doing that." And wow. you know, there was a point where Under Armour, Steph Curry's, were the number one shoe. You know, and I think Steph Curry has a big presence, not as huge, I would say, as like other. You oh, know, he's, he's the Under but Armour. He, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's the face. Him and the Rock are the yeah, face the of yeah of Under Armour. But it just tells you, like Nike, come on, y'all fumble in the bag on that one, for you know, real? like on those two, Kanye and and, and, and you know. Them Yeezys. Thank God they got
0: Drake. Hey, God? They got, it. and I think Drake wanted it more than anything. He just wanted his OVO brand, and
2: but I like, I like what where you know the market is going. Like Latin, Latin artists are also collaborating artists. Bad Bunny, Bad baby, J Balbin. J I like Balbin, the, ones, the those, ones, those, colorful. Those I'm, I'm a big fan of those. You know, Bad Bunny with Adidas. Yeah, you he know, got in the Croc
0: game too. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like,
2: bro, it, and creators too. I think you know. I think eventually we'll come up with some shit. I might find it interesting. You know, Logan Paul and and KSI launched their own Prime drink. Oh. Okay. which is a nutrition hydration drink. Oh, okay. And their thing is they're trying to compete with Gatorade. That to me is genius because they're calling out Gatorade like your drinks are trash. Your drinks are very, it's just full of sugars. Our shit is to hydrate you. You don't have to mm. necessarily drink it when you're doing sports. This is just to hydrate you. It's flavor. It's very, very healthy. And I love that innovation. Think about bro. it. I mean, I would love to interview him. Logan yeah. Paul, cause he's such a business. And he's going to be a VCon. He's going to be such a business yeah. gr- guru, bro. He's, he's, he's always ahead of his you know
0: because think about it uh body armor or what is it body armor well the vi- drink vita- there's body armor and i'm body armor and vitamin water killed it for 50. 50 right killed right it with but we knew water. we knew
2: vitamin water and yeah. who was behind it yeah. but body armor we don't know and they were they sold to, i think to coca-cola for like mm. five billion or some mm. shit mm. so if logan paul and ksi Sell to Gatorade; they can turn that project into a billion dollars. Oh yeah, you, it's
0: a it's a product they're built to sell. Shh. Yeah, no, because well, well, obviously the, those big companies they have distribution set up, so they're set up with distribution. But you know, if the product's good enough, they just get to buy it and make it their brand. Right. Yeah, but
2: think about it. For example, I think, and then they broke this down. This uh, Colin and Samir they broke that shit down pretty good, and they said Gatorade they have a cripple in the UK market. KSI is a big creator in the UK market. So if they buy prime drinks and are able to, you know get in the uk market though it huge you know brings gatorade stocks up so it's all the business side of things that i'm like oh shit really yeah
0: i never thought like i thought gatorade was all over the place but it takes a guy like logan to be disruptive and say i got a better product because it's healthier and it's better for you and then all of a sudden you get acquired by the big guy because they don't want two separate brands yeah because
2: it's wild because they ksi and logan were enemies but they did like a boxing match and all the you know KSI is big in the UK. Like, he's big. So, the fact that they partnered up and brought their audience with their audience and boom, here we got this drink. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in the US and the UK. Like, that's fucking Mm -hmm. genius. Yeah. That guy can be on his way to... To be yeah, a billionaire, to like be a billionaire. He, yeah, he sells that. Like they can sell that for like five billion. Divide wow. that by two, and then the team, and you still can be left with a. The-
0: and think about him and his brother, bro. He's promoting his brother's fights. He's like the yin yang. They're like he, this one's the aggressive one. This one's the creative one. You like, have to
2: have a team. That's what yeah, it comes you down got to.
0: to, bro. Gary even said it in our in our stuff together. Like he was like, you have somebody to lean on. Like it's so great to see you guys and like, bro. Just just how. You know, I bought this in May of last year and I didn't know, I, I knew I was going to be great and I, I didn't know how I was going to use the call, but to fast forward to right now and to see that it was the call with you and I, and it was part of this podcast. And now this is a platform that we get to show the viewers how it all transpired. Oh man, I'm excited, bro. She bro. I I'm think. Yeah, bro. So you guys, man, really you're
2: going to get a lot of value, man. Like I said, we're just trying to have fun conversations, bring people that are really knowledgeable. We're always going to be – we're going to try to be the dumbest in the room when we interview people, and we can just absorb and just keep growing, man. But we're going to take this podcast to the next level, bro. Next
0: level. we got two good guests coming on next week. Um, obviously, you'll wait to see who they are, but they were a big part of my growth um, in, the, in the gaming industry. Uh, one in particular helped me brand my company, build the website – and uh and uh i'll be interested to see kind of what value he provides for you guys but as darwin said we're gonna bring these people on the show we're gonna treat it like we're sponges and 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 really interview them and ask them questions that hopefully brings you value at home and how their story can relate to yours
2: yep i think that's that's it bro that's it that's it ladies and gentlemen we're gonna wrap this one up half court we out peace